Hello, welcome. It is time for Atomic Radio Hour, episode 136. I am your host, Vince, and I'm also here with... Your cold and cozy host, Olive. Hey, my blanket pa- today. Hey, pal. How are you? I'm good. I am, uh, I'm a little bit chilly, yeah. so I've got a blanket on tonight as we're recording. Yeah, it's just a cold, cold upstate New York night. Yeah, I heard you guys got blasted with snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty yucky outside. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> yeah. After this, I'm going to make me some herbal tea. Yo, I could go for a hot chocolate. Hot chocolate would be kind of cool. Yeah, dude, I think I, I think, I, yeah. I really, like, need a hot chocolate in me sometime soon. That'd be great. Like, um, like hot chocolate with like a little bit, like a drip drop of vanilla and like with some warm milk. Ooh. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. Milk all, but yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta. That'd be really nice. I haven't had a hot chocolate in a fucking minute, dude. It's gonna be like seven here on Sunday. Like of seven, the degree? Yeah. Uh, seven degree and the low is going to be like a negative five. So that means at like three in the morning, it's going to be negative five. And then around one, two o'clock when it's the warmest, it's going to be seven. So that's pretty chilly. You might need to get a blanket. I might need to get two blankets. Maybe a little space heater, a little space warmer. I I have not turned my heat on in this place yet. And I kind of never want to. (laughs) Um, Is it always like the ideal temperature? For me, yeah. For me, it's like 30. Does, like, cooking just make the place just warm enough to be nice? Say that again? Does cooking just make the place just warm enough to be, like, what you want? Kind of. Um, My room is always warm because I have my computer, my PlayStation, and I just take up space, and I'm always radiating heat. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, it was 30, 40-something degrees the other day, and I had my windows open in my room. Wow. Because, because I mean, the... that's honestly when it's around, when it's around like uh, 40 or 50 here, I open my windows too. I usually like it a little bit chilly, but now it's too chilly. Yeah, but here in Colorado, there seems to be like no fucking clouds ever. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just the sun beating down on where I live. So it's just like, oh, everything's going to be warm. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to open It's warm windows. cold. Yeah, it's like it's weird. Like you go in the shade and you're frozen, but you you fucking go out in the sun. You're like, all right, I can take the sweatshirt off. It's wild. <laughs> it's wacky. It's inflatable arm flailing too, man. <laughs> well, what's new? What have you been up to? What are you doing? Um, not too much. Yesterday was my birthday. Oh, Mazel! Happy belated. Yeah, and by the time you're listening to this, it'll be uh, long past. But I had a really great day yesterday. I basically just drank tea and read manga for most of the day. So I was relaxed and it was super duper nice. It was super cool. fun. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I feel like we should chill a little bit for a minute. Come follow us on Twitch, please. Chillin' and chillin'. We stream all the time now. Yeah. Now we don't just say we're going to stream, we actually do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and I got to be honest with you, I'm like itching to do it again. Like I really just want to fucking stream again. Um, join us. It's a ton of fun. Right now I'm in the Madre uh, of the Sierra variety. By the time this comes out, I'll most likely have just left or am beginning to leave the Madre. Um, mm mm-hmm. But and I'm about us. to go into my favorite zone on Okami, or one of my favorite zones. So, um, keep your eyes and ears and all of your skin peeled. Tight. Um, there's a thing <laughs> that I want to do since I live within the vicinity of a Costco. Um, Costco does this thing that's super dangerous for me called you can order a cake that's twenty bucks and they'll put whatever the fuck they want you want on the cake. Okay, so you could just, like, say, yeah, I want to order this cake that says, uh, fuck 12, do cocaine and blow and I mean, hookers, and they'll make that. Hopefully, I there's probably some, some limitation. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I kind of want to... I realize I said do cocaine and blow. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's different, it's different, trust me. Uh, if you were around in the 80s, you'd know. 
You know. I, I kind of want to get, like, a fake cake that says, like, congrats on the abortion. <laughs> <laughs> bring it home and and when my roommate looks at me and is like what the fuck is this i'll be like it's a cake eat like yeah congratulations chris <laughs> yeah so what i want to do is um we're super close to getting 50 followers on twitch once i have 50 followers i want to get a cake and a twitch wanna, cake twitch cake and i want to eat cake on twitch and thank everybody and show off the big anus cake um i mean i don't know how big it is but still Please All I can jokes. imagine is that it's like a four-hour stream, and you're just sitting and eating every piece of cake. I'm not gonna do that, and not I'm... saying a goddamn word. <laughs> That's. Did you ever watch? Did you ever watch uh, the Needle Drop? Anthony Fantano's The Needle Drop. No, I haven't. He reviews music, and I fucking I love his videos. I've loved his videos for what feels like a decade now, and. He reviewed a limp. I think it's a limp biscuit album where he just we're already on ate, thin fucking ice. <laughs> where he just ate in front of the camera for like six minutes. And That's like, very limp biscuit of him. Do you think so? I I think so. I think it's on on brand for what limp biscuit's going for. Well, like later on, I I was reading the comments after because I remember watching like all six minutes, and then he just ends it. He goes forever, and then like the video's over. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And uh, I was reading the comments or watching something, and they were saying how it was to get the the taste of shit music out of his mouth. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so he ate on camera. Like he that has one something that's really fucking funny. Where he just goes, "My hands are bread. My hands are bread. My hands are bread. My hands are bread." And like I remember being in school and just referencing that for no fucking reason, but because we all watched it. <sighs> Yeah. My hands are bread. My hands are bread. My hands are bread. So before we get into this lore, we need to thank some people. We need to thank our Patreon. We do need to thank some people. So we have some people to thank. Yes. First and foremost, we have the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. Next up, we have Danny. Thank you, Danny. Next, we have the ever so generous Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. And last but certainly not least, we have the Bones Jones. Thank you, Bones Jones. I think that's uh, I think thank that's you everybody. so much, everyone, for supporting us on Patreon. We know that times are tough, and uh, your support really means everything. It's because of you that we can make this show happen. Thank you. Um, do you want to get into this lore? I would love to. Okay, so check this out. The wiki's a mess, which is not, like, an uncommon yes. statement that I've said here before, that the wiki just, you know. It does its own thing. Yeah. So, here's the thing. We're doing, for lore, we're doing every single DLC antagonist. We did all the protagonists, then we did all the antagonists. Now I want to do the DLC antagonists. This one's weird, <laughs> because this one's a DLC that feels like an idea that they wanted to put in the game, but, like, then backed out, but then was like, fuck it, let's like do it as DLC. Like a more broader thing, yeah. Um, so I kind of felt like I had to pull from various different sources to get an entire lore's worth of, um, segment, if you will. So we're doing, we're, uh, we, the one, the seg, the, the lore that we did before this was on father elijah and then the one before that was on the president or the emperor or the chairman or what have you of communist china mm-hmm. during the the time of the great war because we did operation anchorage now right. we've hit fallout 4 and we are at the fucking mechanist the mechanist the mechanist <laughs> and <laughs> I forget I like this the is, mechanist. I like the mechanist too. I like the Fallout Three mechanist a lot. I like the fucking Silver Shroud mechanist. I a do lot. too. But this is very much a like. It's just I forgot this was a DLC, and I actually had a conversation with my roommate Chris. I today. really like the robot building mechanics in the DLC, so that is like one of the reasons why I remember it. Um, but other than that, like, in terms of the story mode of the Mechanist Automatron DLC, I don't really remember it. Yeah. yeah. I, when I was talking about the DLC with my 
over my Chris today. We were saying about how when the DLC came, were coming out, they were like, hey, it's 30 bucks or 25 bucks. I forget how. I think it was 30 for the season pass. It is the first and only season pass for a game I've ever bought was for Fallout 4. And how I didn't think the season pass was all that bad because I knew we were going to be getting DLC. And then when they upped it from $30 to $50, they were like, hey, we're about to up the price on this. So if you want in on it, get in on it now. And I didn't feel so bad about that because they were like, get it now before you can't get it at this price. Mm-hmm. But they like gave you time. Yeah. They like said to everybody like, hey, it's not just going to change. It's going to happen. Do it then. But now you can buy the, the game, the game of the year version for fucking 30 bucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the mechanist. And I don't even remember the story all that much. But let's just let's just I feel like I'm 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 getting away from this. Let's jump into this. In Fallout 3, the mechanist is a man named Scott Bean Wall Wallace Wallinsky. W-O-L-L-I-N-S-K-I. Wallinsky. Mm-hmm. He's 40 years old, lives in Canterbury Commons, and controls various Different robots. The man himself, Scott Bean Walensky, born to simple bean farmers. Bean. Bean farmers. His father raised him to the age of 15 and then sold him to a caravanning merchant, hoping he would have a better life, making him into an indentured servant. His father... My father... My father... Fuck the Dark Knight, dude. Um, he, his father sells him into slavery. That's um, pretty <laughs> not poggers, if you ask me. Dude, how fucking wild is that? His dad's like, go that's on, boy, pretty, have yourself a better life. That's pretty not poggers. And he he got the nickname Bean because he was paid for with beans. Now, this makes me ask the question, did his father receive beans as a payment? Or, I would assume that he received caps or a cash or like a store credit. On beans? On the man beans. No, no, no. Man well, bean. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. If I'm if I'm reading this correctly, his nickname nickname Bean because he was paid for with beans. The man's papa was a bean farmer, right? You following bean me? Farmer named Bean. No, no, no. His dad was a bean farmer. Beans. He sold his son into slavery for beans. It's like selling. Well, I don't think you can say this word anymore. But you're, it's like selling ice to. A- oh no. Yeah. I don't know what the replacement. Everything's changing, and I'm, it's 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 hard to keep up. But um. Ice people? <laughs> what's the proper term for that? Iceman at law. <laughs> no, seriously, what's the proper term for... I didn't think that Bruh. was derogatory. As I, someone, I feel like someone told me recently that was derogatory. I, I, knew a, I knew a girl in, in high school who we called... The... Yeah. I mean, they... Uh... It's actually, uh, yeah, it is a not preferred thing. Really? Uh, because it's a, um, it's a slur used against the Inuit people. Inuit? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like selling ice to an Inuit. Mm-hmm. You're gonna sell this man beans You're that he grows. He, he grows beans. beans. He was molded by the beans. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you gonna? How are you gonna fucking? I don't like. Whatever. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. He bought his freedom later on in life and settled into Canterbury Commons, living in an electronics store, and took up the mantle of the mechanist when the antagonizer showed up in town. That's about everything on our boy Scott here, right? Mm-hmm. You following me? Yes. Okay. So here, uh, here, here are some notes. You ready for these Give notes? Me some notes. It yeah. is possible to get both sets of armor 
and the Protectron's gaze by reverse pickpocketing. First, convince the antagonizer. Is that weapon? The Protectron, the Protectron's gaze. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Let's take a gander. Yes, it's a laser pistol. Mm. Uh, reverse pickpocketing. First, convince the antagonizer to give up using the Lady Killer perk or a speech check. Then go to the mechanist, but drop the antagonizer's costume and helmet before talking to him. He will say that his spy bots. He will say his spy bots tell him the ant agonizer is defeated, but he needs the armor. Pick up only the costume of the ant agonizer. He doesn't require the helmet and will actually duplicate one in his inventory. Using a stealth boy, if needed, sneak and give him both combat helmet and armor. Leave the building and then go back in. While still stealth, the mechanist... Uh, Tell the mechanist he can have the costume, but to move on and leave Canterbury Commons alone. He, as he walks away, sneak up on him, take both sets of armor from his inventory, including the extra helmet. Note, one will receive the usual penalty to karma for pickpocketing. So if you needed to have both there. Like you can. Yeah. The Alternatively, mech- you can just murder them both. And rip it off their cold, dead bodies. Yeah, but I don't think or you have the weapons. dead bodies, if that's what you're into. Mm. Um, also, the antagonist is, like, one of the only psychers in the later games, because she can control the ants. Yeah. Um, but that's mm-hmm. for a different day. The mechanist is not allied with his robots in his robot repair center, and will fight them, and most likely be killed by them if... If he ever crosses paths with one. I kind of wish there was like a like a plot line that you could kind of unearth that makes them fall in love with each other. That enemies to lovers, yes. Wouldn't that be so fucking like <laughs> comic booky? Like, that would be so amazing. Female characters of the Black Widow perk can choose an additional dialogue option to acquire the mechanist costume peacefully. Male characters can use the Child at Heart perk to convince the mechanist to give up his position as a superhero. Wearing the Antagonizer costume will cause the mechanist to become hostile upon talking to him. Wearing the mechanist costume while speaking to Moira Brown about the section of the Wasteland Survival Guy on the Robco... Facility gives a few humorous dialogue options. Didn't know that was a thing. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I didn't know about that. The mechanist has a harder speech check than the antagonizer to vacate his position peacefully. (laughs) This guy only shows up, Big Scott, only shows up in Fallout 3. That's it. Mm. Never again. That's it. This is just such a fucking wacky ass thing to, to be the bad guy of a series. Now... I want to read this directly from the wiki. This is just the mechanist. Do it. Do it. From Fallout 4. Do it. Do it. The mechanist. <laughs> All right. So the mechanist is, uh, it, it, this is directly from Fallout 4. The mechanist is brought up about in the Silver Shroud ra- radio serials. In the Silver Shroud radio series, the mechanist Actually, Mayor Murphy of Boston believed that humanity was weak and should be replaced by his own robot army. Included in this army was mobster Fat F-A-H-Y. How would you say that? F-A-H-Y. Fat Fay? Fat Fay. Fat Fay. And a group of mob bots. That's like fucking uh, Futurama, dude. Give him the clamps! Mob bots. Give him the clamps! <laughs> Dude, I remember I had a friend who was super into Futurama. We used to always do it to each other. Give him the clamps! Uh, wishing to take it down the crime fighter, the Silver Shroud, Mayor Murphy created a robot version of himself and set the robot to meet with Fat Faye and die in order to lure the Silver Shroud and the Mistress of Mystery. When the two investigated the mayor's death, they discovered that he and his accomplices were robots serving the mechanist. When they arrived at the mechanist's lair within the warehouse, he successfully captured both of them and prepared to kill them. However, the two crime fighters were freed by the other, by one of the mechanist's own creation. A mob bot, a mob bot, a mob bot, 
angry at him and did battle with the Mechanist robot army. After all of his robots were destroyed, the Mechanist attempt to kill the Silver Shroud with the Shroud's own submachine gun. However, the Silver Shroud had made it so the weapon was incapable of hurting him, resulting in the bullets bouncing off of him and hitting the Mechanist, fatally wounding him. As he died, the Silver Shroud unmasked him, revealing the true identity as Mayor Murphy. Mayor Murphy. And his entire ruse. So, the Silver Shroud has a gun that can't kill the Silver Shroud. That's that. That's pretty good. I think that's a good feature to have on your own gun. Like, <laughs> like paused, is it the bullets the that are magic? Is it the gun that is magic? Is it the Silver Shroud's clothing that is magic? Like, what about that makes it in... Like, what, what about that makes it so he can't be hurt? I don't know. And now for the automaton version of the mechanist. <laughs> the mechanist, real name Isabella Cruz, an always talented youngster when it came to robotics. Isabella Cruz... Okay, so the way this was written was, Isabella Cruz came from a settlement plagued with super mutants and raiders. Does that mean that the super that the super mutants and the raiders were the people that inhabited the settlement, or that the settlement got fucked up by super mutants and raiders? No, it got fucked up by both of them. Okay, that's what I thought, but the way I read it was like they lived there. No. Did you know in Van Buren? I was saying this on stream the other day. Uh, follow us on Twitch. Link in the description. Uh, in Van Buren, one of the original ideas for the Hoover Dam was a settlement of masters mutants had gone east. And settled there. That's really cool. Yeah, there's a bunch of, uh, not fan art, uh, concept art that I found a long-ass time ago. I don't even remember where. uh, About Hoover Dam and, like, it was like Pueblos. Like, you know how, like, uh, those Spanish houses that, like, build on top of each other? Like, on the mountains? Yes, but definitely not Spanish, but those were indigenous housing. Mexican houses of indigenous people that are built on top. You know what I'm talking about? Where they're built into the mountain. You know what I mean? Yes. That's what it looked like in Hoover Dam. Super fucking Like, neat. into the dam? Like, like on the dam, on the side. If I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I've seen it. Like, on top of it. Like, they built into it. That's really cool. Yeah. All right, so the mechanist. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it played with raiders. She was always inspired by the mechanist in the comics. Discovered a pre-war factory originally used by the military and private sector. She used this factory to make allied robots to aid the Commonwealth. Now, the idea was originally to help the Commonwealth by killing raiders. But there was a logic loop flaw within the robots that they killed any humans on site. And she also brought back robo-brains. That's pretty... That's pretty, like, counter to her goal. You know, robots that save people but instead kill them all. And that's why, like, I think part of this DLC kind of sucked was that it was like, hey, um, I'm not a bad person. I'm a good one. But I'm flawed. But, like, it's so short that you don't get to learn about these flaws. I genuinely Mm -hmm. do not remember anything about this DLC other than Ada who was your companion. I think the other robo-brain that you had to capture his name was, like, Jezebel? Yeah. And then you could make a sentry bot. No. A sentry bot or Securitron? Sentry bot. I don't remember which one, and it was super big, and it had a mini-nuke launcher, and you could put a skull on it instead of, like, a real robot face. I didn't... Mm -hmm. Like, I played it one time, and I was like... All right, that was $15 or 20 bucks or however much it was. I mean, I had the season, but whatever. It's pretty cool. I mean, it is, but I didn't have a high science, and my character never, I never intended my character to have a high science. Right. So, yeah, you could play Fallout 4 and level infinitely, but, like, I don't wanna. I got my character, like, level 90, and I was like, I'm good for the rest of of Mm -hmm. this. 
Uh, the player, this is just some notes. The mechanist will have unique dialogue if the sole survivor is wearing the silver shroud costume during the final confrontation. If the sole survivor decides to let her live, then she will remain in the lair and cannot be moved to any other settlement as she does not count as a settler and does not require any resources. Aside from the armor, Isabella also shares many other traits with previous mechanists, Scott Bean Walensky. They have skill with robots and sought out to make the wasteland safer, but actually cause more harm than good. They can be spared and thus realize the outcomes of their actions and seek out to heal what damage they caused. Their hidden bases are in seemingly normal areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she becomes a merchant that you can buy and sell shit from, but she only has like 200 caps on her at any time. Dumb. Yeah. So, uh, they recycled... They recycled main com content from Fallout 3, and then later on they recycled, um, what do you call it? Point Lookout. But whatever, we'll get to that, we'll get to that one next time. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's pretty much The Mechanist. I like The Mechanist in Fallout 3 a lot. In Fallout 4, I don't really remember much about The Mechanist, even though we just went over it. It was kind of just a stepping stone in my my path of blood actually let, let's do this i found this website that, i mean i knew about this website but i was reminded of this website the other day right it's called howlongtobeat.com mm-hmm. i was watching a streamer and the guy was like oh every time i want to stream a game before i do it i always do um howlongtobeat.com and I got I got excited, and I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that website. Let me go back onto it. So I went back onto it, and I started checking it out. They use the same font as us. <laughs> uh, but the Automatron DLC, they say, takes four hours to beat. And y- if you wanted to complete it, it would take five and a half hours to beat. Uh, someone here is putting that the, the contraption. Uh, that makes about sense. The contraptions workshop takes 30 minutes to beat. That makes sense. Um <laughs> But, yeah, uh, that seems like a little generous four hours, to be completely honest. That's it. That's the Mechanist. How do you feel about the Mechanist? I like the Mechanist, but at the end of the day, mostly inconsequential. Yeah, I think the Fallout 3 mechanist is, is a little more fun because it's just like, especially if you just find Canterbury Commons and here's these two fucking morons yelling at each other. And like everybody, if I remember the Super 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 Mutant Gambit or Superhuman Gambit? Um, I think it was the Superhuman Gambit. What I remember with the Superhuman Gambit is that like the entire town is just like, they're fucking doing it again. Like, <laughs> And I remember that being mm. super charming of just like... Uh God! Somebody come fucking get their kid! Like, <laughs> yeah, and like the mechanist being just this woman who's like, I'm kind of here now. Doesn't really seem like it has any yeah. volition, any power. Like it just seems like it exists to exist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's just kind of there because, oh, hey, this was in Fallout 3, so they you must love it in Fallout 4. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, that's lore. Let me nice. ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I will answer your question. Do you like television? Do I like television? Do you like television? Um, I suppose that I like television. I actually right. don't have tv here but i do watch some shows like the hulu. hulu and stuff do yeah. you watch hulu yeah once in a while oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so the last of us show just got announced i mean it didn't get announced yes. but they announced who the main characters are gonna be and i would really like for you to tell me who these main characters are okay so joel is being played by the dude who plays the mandalorian pedro something uh, Pablo Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal Pablo is playing fucking Joel, 
And if he grows his beard out, I can see him looking like Joel, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Look him up from when he played in Game of Thrones because he has a beard. Now. He was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. No shit. Well, this show is like a fucking mini Game of Thrones reunion because Bella Ramsey is playing Ellie. And I don't know anything about her. I've never seen her before. I think she looks too childish, to be honest. But this is supposed to take place um, between Last of Us 1 and Last of Us 2. And during Last of Us 1, Ellie is 14. I don't know how old Bella Ramsey is. I know nothing about this woman. Um, hold on, let me shoot you a... Do you want to read it to the class? From I'm going to shoot you a picture from his Game of Thrones. What about anything about her? Um, who I don't even know who she is. Bella Ramsey. Um, here, I threw it in, in the lounge. Um, that's what he looks like with a beard. Like a small I... beard, but... There will be pictures of both of these people on screen... She played Kenelon? Kenelon Dagan? Oh. I, yeah, I know who this is. I would not have casted her for Ellie. She looks too childish to me. I'm very particular yeah. about, about Ellie. Like, I'm, I, I, like I, I, I like Ellie. I think Ellie's one of the most compelling characters. Here's my little statue of her. Um, um, Yo, have you found a jar big enough yet? I don't know. I, I want to see what he looks like. You just sent me something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. That's a shitty look. Hold on. Uh, that picture is going to be on screen. That's a shitty looking beard. Yeah, it's a small beard. He should be ashamed of himself for letting someone film him with that. That's atrocious. Well, I'm sure it was not his choice. As a as a bearded gentleman myself, that is fucking gross. Look at that. Look at him. What the fuck? Who made this decision? This is why this is why Game of Thrones ended the way it did. Like because of this beard decision. So yeah, she looks like too young to be Right? Happy. She looks like she's Um How but old is this person. That that got me thinking. We're supposed to be getting a Fallout show, right? Mm-hmm. And here's my only problem with the Fallout show. We know so little about it other than it just existing. That we don't even have enough to even talk about it. Exactly. And I want to talk about it. I, w- I have theories about this fucking show. I've been, like, speculating if I should write, like, a mock script of a first episode to introduce everybody. But the thing is, like... Dude, you should do it. I fucking feel like I should. But the thing is, it's like... Did I ever tell you that I was trying to write a, a, a porno parody of Fallout, like, as a series? Like, I wanted to write a, a porno parody series? I think as, you mentioned it. I wanted to do... I know I wanted to do, like, something with with Caesar and, like, all of his men. You could you could put that together. Um, yeah. And, like, I wanted to do something with Cass. I wanted to have, like, two Ooh, groups of people Cass from... Cass is a big lesbo. Is she, though? She's definitely bisexual at the very least. How do you know this? Because it's in my brain and I said it's true. I can't fucking stand when I see that on on Twitter. Like, here's some arbit... Like, it'll be like a character from a show that... Le- like, it'll be like Jenny from My Life as a Teenage Robot. They'll be like, oh, she's a lesbian. I'll be like, she's a fucking robot! Like it's, she's it's, fictional. That's that's part of the fucking joke, dude. That, that's like, I mean meant to just be. That's that's I, the joke. I just think it's like it's there's so no silly. way to even tell. It's a fucking cartoon. Yeah, it's just silly. It's just like they're fictional. They don't exist. But whatever. There is a lot of trans allegory in my life as a teenage robot. I know. I probably shouldn't have used that one as a thing because I I know that. But I that was I was trying to think of a more obscure show, and I just right yeah. Um, not that that's super obscure, but I. When you went to the bathroom quick, I was on my phone and I follow a My Life as a Teenage Robot daily because I fucking love that show as a kid. And that show uh, was amazing. That show I fucking slapped it so much as a kid. Yeah, 
Yeah. That show was fucking, I related a lot to Jenny. It was a it was a I wonder fucking, why. It was a fucking <laughs> Monster of the Week superhero robot show. I remember sitting inside all day one summer, just waiting, watching Nickelodeon, not even liking what was on Nickelodeon, just waiting to see a commercial for it because the art style and the character fucking intrigued me so much. Because of Jenny? Just I I I'm a, I'm a slut for a female protagonist. I know you are. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's I've I just like when I get to play as the girl. I think it's because I'm not one. And to see a different perspective, I think is that's I think my fucking heroine. But whatever. That's your bread and butter. But here's the thing that I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Besides me trying to write a porno, besides one of the greatest Nicktoons that ever existed that nobody ever gave the time of day to. We don't know anything about the Fallout show. Nothing. We know nothing. I think it would serve them right to do it from the uh, perspective of the great cons, or or any con for that matter. I think Ooh. it would be, yeah, I think it would be good to do it between the times of 2242 and, I'm sorry, 2241 and 2281. So you're right smack dab in the middle of Fallout 2, 3, and New Vegas. Like right in that, that would sweet be a spot. really good place to put it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you could even show the beginning of the great cons. You could do some other shit. You could do it in Texas and see, and we could see what's going on in Texas. We could see what's been going on in Chicago. Fuck it, put it in New York. But yeah, you it. have to yeah. take into account what other. I'd even like are. to see. I'd like to even see something like far north. Like, um, oh, dude, we didn't even talk about the frontier at all. We didn't even talk about the frontier at all, but that's a little bit. Th- those waters have been muddied without our input. Uh, you want? Let's just talk about it quick. I feel like we should talk about it quick. <laughs> yes. Would you like to give a little update recap sure. of that situation? I can't. I, you, if you, if you listen to the show before, you know I don't like mods. I just don't. And you know that I do. And uh, this is a mod that is the size of a DLC, and I think we know a guy who worked on it. So this mod comes out, and they were like, oh, it's lore-friendly. Oh, it's lore-friendly. Oh, it's lore-friendly. It's not lore-friendly. Why the fuck? Who would have fucking guessed? Like, like, there's another one called New California. There's a YouTuber I was watching who was doing a playthrough of New California. And it seemed kind of lore-friendly. Like, it was okay. You could tell it was just kind of like a passion project. But then they started talking about New Metal and, like, Bowie and the band Rat. And, like, I think they even talk about the band Franz Ferdinand a little bit. And I was like, that shit would not exist. Like, Bowie would not exist whatsoever in the Fallout universe. They kept, like, talking about classic rock. And I was like, who the fuck is writing this? Like, who's writing Yeah. So, I'm not one for mods, especially when they're lore-breaking mods. But the Frontier has an entire section where the underground is run by lizards. And no, big lizards. This, this big lizards in my underground, and this I'm not talking about fucking the U.S. government, but I'm, uh, for all I know, these lizards are <laughs> lizards are agnostic. Again, jokes. Jewish lizards do not run the U.S. government. As fucking funny as Jewish lizards running the U.S. government might sound, it whoa, doesn't whoa, exist. Jewish lizards run the U.S. government in Minecraft. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> so that being said, uh, there's also a lot of child in it, or like what? Yeah, you didn't know about this. I heard that there was like the the one of the people that worked on it like used to do like uh, like brony porn at some point. Well, one of the people who worked on it uploaded, uh, which like if that's what you, if that's your bread and butter. Fine, whatever. Oh, the brony shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were defending. I thought you were. De- I'm gonna refer to it as cheese pizza. Um, yeah, I I don't defend cheese pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so apparently, you gotta at least have pepperoni on that bitch. <laughs> Gross. Um, I know. I'm sorry. So I'm also. I probably censored out the word because I don't know if it'll take the video down. Um, right. Yeah. But because you know, Susan, big Susan Wojcicki. Really yeah. 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 Here's a small channel. Get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, there's a ton of there. He was he was putting he or she. I shouldn't say he. I'm defaulting to he. Uh, they were putting up cheese pizza on their profile or something. And there's a character named America who she's like a young girl or a youngish girl, and you can put a slave collar on her and she likes it from what I understand. But then there's a whole thing where like they go to space, which isn't super far out of the realm of possibility with fallout because Van Buren's ending, I believe. Or, yeah. Originally was going to involve you going to a bomb satellite, which makes that sounds more like sense a cool concept in the sense of it was an enclave remnant. This is just space. Cool. Vertebrate in space. And like, there's there's vehicles in the game, and I just think putting vehicles in a Fallout game is kind of kinda silly, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, they put the Batmobile in the Arkham games, and then I didn't feel the, the need to explore, because I could just drive everywhere. Right, yeah. So, this mod comes out, and just fucking... It gets taken off, the, the, the Nexus. Like, because instantly of the gets taken off. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's just because of the pizza, but, like, like just in general. Because like of the drama, too. Dude, it took, like, seven years to come out. They've been writing it for seven years. Also, um, they were saying that the Enclave was, was just a power fantasy, a fascist Nazi power fantasy, and they're pointless and don't belong in the game. And I'm paraphrasing and surmising and whatnot, but there's footage of the developers talking about it, and it was like, did did you... Did you, like, what did you mean by this? Like, where did you, like, so you're saying that they don't belong in the game, like, the series? Like, you don't think that the Enclave doing what the Enclave did was, like, a commentary on anything? No? Yeah, you, you can't read between the lines at all? So, so, all of this to be said is that... Don't download fucking mods. <laughs> don't like No, this doesn't say this doesn't mean don't download mods. It means don't support creepy creators. Yeah, don't like yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Don't fucking download mods. Download the randomizer mod. I'm watching the shit out of randomizer videos. I want to do a randomizer stream. I don't I've never played it. Dude, everything's wacky ass. You could just start the game and Sunny Smiles would be like, here, I'll give you a weapon. And every time, instead of giving you a varmint rifle, she gives you a random weapon. So you can start the game with a fucking anti-material rifle. Or Ooh, you can start that, the game that, with like... That's some good shit. Yeah, you you can uh, you can just go to like Prim and go kill all the people in Prim like you have to for the normal quest line. And like two of them could be wearing um, like... Uh, what is it called? The Enclave, the Tesla Enclave armor. And you just have the best armor in the game, like, 30 minutes in. Uh, someone I was watching today, they went to go repair Eddie, and Eddie was a, was a sentry bot. And when they went to repair Eddie, he turned into a Night Stalker. Huh. That's interesting. Did yeah. Did get to keep the Night Stalker? Yeah, he got it as a pet. That's kind of cool. But... All of this is a massive detour to what I really wanted to ask you if you would like to do. Since we know next to nothing about the the Fallout show. Mm -hmm. But we do know a certain Twitter handle of someone who might be able to give us the smallest little iota of information. Our friend in D.C. the, The original Papa, Pete Hines. Papa Pete. Papa Pete. Would you like to tweet Heinz? I I I could I could go for a good Heinz tweeting. Cool. Do you want me to set up that that scenario, that situation? Absolutely. Alright. So I do have this big tweet button. Uh, let me make it big though, so that we can we can really talk about it. <laughs> Look at my tweet right there. <laughs> Why do people do this shit at <laughs> like this? At what point of buying a vehicle do you think, you know, this is really a drivable billboard? Also, iCarly is trending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing a reunion. I don't know why I know that, but I do. Great to know. All right, so um Petey boy. As, as per usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a DC Deacon. 
How are you, friend? No, I think that's too formal. Or too informal. How I think how, how are, are you, you, Papa? No, no. I I I, mm, I think How are you, Peter? Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this tweet finds you well, Peter. Oh. Alright, wait. I hope this tweet finds you well. Comma. Peter. Comma. You gotta no 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 no. Well, comma, Peter. Peter. <laughs> Peter? Dude, I used to work with this kid, and every once in a while when it was slow, I would look over at him and go, Peter? And he would just look at me and go, I don't get it. I go, that's the fucking point, shithead. <laughs> Peter? Uh, <laughs> All right, I hope, this, I hope this tweet finds you well, Peter. Uh, my associates and I were looking to... Inquire about any details pertaining to the Amazon original Fallout televised program. Yeah. I put that in all caps, just, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, man, I, I really did, I did bad that one. So, <laughs> You're all good. It doesn't even know what I'm saying. Associate. Oh Jesus! I am illiterate. <laughs> did you go to public school by chance? I, I did. <laughs> but the worst part is, I went there after private school, <laughs> so I really did a number on me. I hope this tweet finds you well, Peter. My associates and I were looking to inquire about any details pertaining to the Amazon Original Fallout program. <laughs> Number 15. Number 15. No, don't. <laughs> Don, Don Can we? Can we? Oh, please. Okay, I was going to fuck around, but this is, this is what we got to say after yeah. this. Um, we believe that Donathan... Not Donald. Donathan J. Cheadle. I don't even know if that's his middle initial. That sounds too close to the former president of the United States for my comfort. All right. Uh, Donathan L. Cheadle? We believe that Don Cheadle is fit for the role. Is fit for the role. Just the role. (laughs) You put Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Number 15. Don Cheadle. Uh, I don't know if any of these are Don Cheadle. Uh, uh, hold on, I follow quick, Don Cheadle on Twitter. Quick. You're just gonna, you're just gonna fuck it. You're just gonna do it raw. Dude. You're not even gonna have me do it. You're gonna straight look up. I'm Don just Cheadle. gonna, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. We're going raw. We're going in there. Don't stop believing, Cheadle. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Don Cheadle. Um, this is the one. We can believe that Don Cheadle is fit for a lead role. Is fit for a lead role. Is the ideal candidate. The ideal male. <laughs> male subject. <laughs> for this program. <laughs> what say you? What say you? <laughs> Fucking. Uh, all the best. All the best. Two we only have ten characters left. <laughs> what? We only have ten characters left. All the best. Hold on. Uh, tweet. We need to fit this in here, so we'll have to figure. We might need to start abbreviating. Oh fuck! How how many how many spaces do we have? Negative one. Fuck me, really? Uh, we can always put. All right, now we're now we're. Now, I think now we're in. This is sure. Fuck it, do it. All right, wait. Dear at DC Deacon, comma enter. I hope this tweet finds you well, Pete. My associates and I were looking to inquire about any details pertaining to the Amazon original Fallout program. We believe that Don Cheadle is the ideal male subject for this program. What say you? All the best, Tweet Times. I love it. Is Tweet Hines tweet the T and the H both capital? Yes, it is. Cool. Send it out, homie. 
We're just gonna we're gonna set it like this. Send it. We get a response from either Pete or Don Cheadle or both. I'm gonna frame it. (laughs) I'm gonna actually order throw pillows that have tweets on them. No, you fucking can. Yes, you can. There's a tweet that I have on my on my desktop that I have to get. I have to put on a throw pillow that says Iggy Azalea is the physical embodiment of mayonnaise or some shit. Okay. Uh, okay. I wanted to put on a shirt. <laughs> I'm going to tweet this right now. Yeah, do it. Right next to the picture that says pervert cancers, no dogs in house. Sure. There it is. We're, we'll like it. We're confident in ourselves. No. No, I hate that shit. I hate people like their own I know. shit. <laughs> Me too. Hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna go on my personal and retweet and favorite and fucking share and... All right, you want to switch over to the camera because I think we have someone else we have to we have to thank. Do we have to thank other other folks? Yeah, we have to thank uh, our our boy, our boy oh, Shane. We do. we do. I'm also going to retweet this. Um, <laughs> I thought we were going to have a more gentle segue. Nah, dude. We just we just raw the raw the shit out of that tweet, Hines. I'm going to raw the shit out of this segue. Alright, um, in honor of rolling the shit out of Tweet Hines, um, we're gonna raw the shit out of Feather Duster, our original, not original, um, intro music that's made by Shane Ivers. You can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, tell us about some social media. You can find my social media, all of social media, and the show's social media in the description below while you're there check out the discord um it's always the time you'll know about the tweet hines well before we do it mm-hmm. oh do you want to throw that in the, I already did. the discord i beat you to I it did. before you even hit send i hit uh the send on the tweet hines <gasps> buckaroo join we're on twitch now we're streaming i'm trying to buy an mf and cake you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy an MF and cake, and I'm going to get the user of the 50th follow on the name of the cake. How about that? How do that you feel about great. that? That sounds really good. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. So that's what we're going to do. We're on Twitch. Uh, we thanked Patreon before. Thank you again for supporting us in any matter. If you'd like, you can head on over to our Redbubble as well. Get a couple logos on a shirt, on a button, on a sticker, on a bag, on on a, on a duvet something. It supports us. I, I would say a, a, a throw pillow, maybe with a tweet on it. With a tweet, Heinz. Um, thank you. I think that's everything. Uh, if you're following us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Make sure you comment. Uh if you can, if you're listening to us on any sort of listening platform, a podcasting catching device, if you could please throw us a review of some sort. Um, I think that's about everything. That's about everything. Thank you so much for being here, folks. And I'll see you uh, either next week or in your dreams. Bye. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast A Gulman Entertainment Production